some serious shit you carry. Be my guest. Nine millimeter Beretta, takes 15 in the mag, one up the pipe, wide ejection port, no feed jams. What you got in there? Four inch Smith. Six shooter, huh? A lot of old timers carry those. File also said you're heavy into martial arts, Tai Chi and all that uh, killer stuff. I suppose we have to register you as a lethal weapon. <laughs> hey, look, friend, let's just cut the shit. Now, we both know why I was transferred. Everybody thinks I'm suicidal, in which case I'm fucked and nobody wants to work with me. Or they think I'm faking to draw a psycho pension, in which case I'm fucked and nobody wants to work with me. Basically, I'm fucked. Guess what? What? I don't want to work with you. Hey, don't. Ain't got no choice. Looks like we both the fucked. Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? Nez back for another ESP's 12 Random Days of Christmas. All right, this is one I wasn't going to do, but um, I'm watching it right now, so you might hear a little bit in the background. But um, uh, I'm talking about the uh, 1987, uh, 1987 Richard Donner classic, action classic, Lethal Weapon. Mel Gibson's a cop who's a lethal weapon. Don't kill anybody. Don't kill anybody. I'm too old for this. The risks don't scare him. I love this job. And his partner can't control him. You're gonna have to trust me. Mel Gibson. Danny Glover. Lethal weapon. Through? I haven't even started. Rated R. Sneak preview, Saturday night. Uh, you know who's in it. Mel Gibson, Danny Glover, uh, the great Tom Atkins, uh, Gary Busey, and well, it's uh, Darlene Love, Tracy Wolf, um, Anthony Kiedis' dad, and whatever that other guy's name is. But um, following the death of his wife, Los Angeles police detective Martin Riggs becomes reckless and suicidal when he is reassigned and partner with Roger Murtaugh, Riggs immediately clashes with the older officer. Together, they unco- uncover a massive drug trafficking ring. As they encounter increasingly dangerous situations, Riggs and Murtaugh begin to form a bond. Riggs' violent behavior might just help them apprehend the criminals if it doesn't kill them both first. Came out March 6, 1987. Um, what was I, 16 when I seen this? And the reason I'm bringing it to you, I wasn't going to bring it to you at first because if you guys listened to the last episode and we're talking about the 13 anti-Christmas movies, uh, Lethal Weapon was one of them. Uh, Watching it right now, at the beginning of the film, um, other than when that girl, Huntsacker, falls off off that building. I think it was a Capitol Records building, I think. Anyway, but (laughs) she falls off a building. I don't know what building it was. Somewhere in L.A. And she ends up crashing on top of that car and all that. Um, where we go to uh, Danny Glover, 
and he's sitting in the tub and he's his his family comes busting in and he celebrates his his birthday his 50th birthday and this is why i'm bringing this movie up other than it's set during the holidays christmas time and all that of course it's a christmas film but roger murtaugh just turned 50 and he's oh, i'm too old for this shit as a little 16-year-old watching this, didn't really think of it. And as the years and years gone by, watching this move over and over and over and over, every holiday season, it just I just realized, fuck, I'm 50 years old. I just turned 50 this past September. And I'm like, I still feel young at heart, I guess, even though I'm old as old as fuck. And I am too old for this shit. Uh, not too old to, to, to do these shows, but... Hey, I'm still out there. I'm, I'm out there riding my board, still working and all that. And yeah, my body hurts every time I get up. And uh, I'm a grandfather now, two times. <laughs> and I'm, I like man. When when I when I look at Murtaugh, I'm like, I just see this old gentleman that just put his time in in the L.A. police force. <laughs> and I'm like, man, he's he's 50 he looks way older than me in in this yeah i got gray hair and i'm way heavier than i was in 87 but i'm like damn i just never really thought about that that he he was turning 50 in this and i'm like fuck but where'd the time go but anyway um this is still an awesome film it's you guys know it is mel gibson danny glover uh riggs and Murtaugh. To team up and then they get pulled into this whole drug dealing when these um old mercenaries from the war i believe right this time it was a lot of the war when they talk about the war they talk about vietnam um riggs was in the service as well as murtaugh uh, tom atkins his his daughter was the one that um that fell off uh, that killed herself jumped off the balcony of the building in the beginning of the film because he reached out to, um, he went, uh, Tom Atkins' character, I think his name was Maya, Michael Hunsacker. He reached out to, uh, to Murtaugh, Danny Glover's character, and uh, told him uh, about his daughter and what she had gotten into, fell into the Hollywood life and the pornography ring and dealing with drugs and all that. So he was telling him to find the guys that did this to her and, and kill him, is were his words, but... Murtaugh's like, I'm I'm a police officer. I can't do this. Riggs is just in the middle of it all. He's just new to the force. Or he's not new to the force. I think he was new to this unit. But he his backstory, other than he was a, a veteran as well, he had lost his wife in a car accident. Uh, I think they said 11 years um, before this film. And he's just on the edge they think he's uh, wanting to try to get that psycho pension and just everyone thinks he's crazy. The uh, psychiatrist that works for the police department, what was her name? Stephanie something. I can't remember her for her last name because I remember him Riggs calling her Stephanie. I think it was in Lethal Weapon 4. Uh, but anyway, uh, he's just dealing with depression. I mean, especially during the holidays, but the passing of his wife. That scene to me, I teared up watching it, and I do every year uh, when I watch this, but him 
the depressing, the de- being depressed about missing his wife and on, on the verge of suicidal because he, he gets his gun and he loads in a, a holly, hollow point bullet and puts the gun against his head, shut, sticks it in his mouth, but he doesn't pull the trigger because he, he just can't. Because later in the film, he says when he's trying to tell uh, Roger about because uh, Roger's like, are you crazy? Is this what you want to do? And he goes, yeah, he goes here, why don't, why don't you use my gun and kill yourself? Don't nibble on the trigger. Don't nibble on the barrel. Pull the trigger. And then Riggs, that, that scene was even rough. But him dealing with the depression of, of losing his wife and how he feels. I've, I, feel, I feel that pain. I mean, for those of you that do know, if you're new to the show, um, my son passed around in December. And, and he, almost eight years ago. And it's tough to get through the holidays every season, but I do, I, I get through. But when I, when I think, when I watch that scene, other than it puts tears in my eyes, <clears throat> excuse me, on how he feels, I felt that way. I had that depression. I still do. I had those suicidal thoughts about taking my own life. It's hard to to explain it if you've never felt that pain. And I don't want any of you to feel that pain of losing a loved one, much less a child. But um, if I'm if I'm helping someone with, with, with what I'm saying here, I mean, cool, but that isn't the way. Even though you feel that way, I, I know some of you might have felt that way at one time in your life for whatever reason, whatever the reason was. You're, you're loved. You may not think so, but you are loved. I, I love you. If I don't know you, I love you. If that's going to help you get through this holiday season. But me, I mean, my grandsons are, are what's keeping me grounded. My family, my wife, my, my children, um, yeah, we go through, we're going through this and that. I mean, every, everyone's going through something uh, in their life right now. But for me, what, what's keeping me going is getting up every day, is seeing, uh, seeing my grandsons, hearing them laugh, hearing them cry, hear, just seeing their little happy faces uh, every day. That's what gets me through everything. Even though there was a time where I figured that I couldn't, couldn't get through anything anymore but i know my son is is here with us in spirit and i know he he'd want us to be as happy as we can be no i'm supposed to be talking about lethal weapon but i'm just saying that scene in this film is always really tough for me to watch Um, but i I sit through it every year and i tear up every year but because i know i feel martin riggs pain for for that for missing his wife so that that's was that was a lot of that was kind of like a big thing in this about him on how he felt and they weren't of him being depressed. That's why he was so some people look at it as, as being brave or just doing the job that nobody else wanted to do. Because there's a scene in this that was cut out of the original uh film. If you have the I think it's the DVD there was a 
the director's cut or the extended edition, whatever it was called. There was a scene in the kind of in the beginning uh, when we when we first when we were first introduced uh, to Martin Riggs. There is a uh, an active shooter at, at a school, not not a student, uh, just some crazy guy in the house next to a school, and he's uh, shooting at the shooting at the school. Um, I don't believe anyone was hurt, but he's just some nut with a rifle, and, and he's shooting. So he goes out there. He shows up because he hears the call, and he just shows up and just goes right in, and he knows because he's got that. You can. If you get killed in the line of duty, he's gonna somebody's gonna get money. I don't know who would get it, but he just does all these crazy jobs that nobody wants to do, or ever. And he's that. I see why they cut that scene out, but probably just to, to shorten uh, the movie. But that that's when we if we if you've seen that version, that's when we realize that this guy is there's something wrong with him. Because even the psychiatrist has a scene where she's talking to, to to Roger, and he's like, "There's something be, build, building up inside of him, and and when that thing blows, I don't think you should be around him." But Murtaugh kind of sees it in him as, um, "I think I I can help him." But uh, I mean, it, it seems like Roger didn't he didn't know him, but he felt like he did. He, he was able to help him as as the movie goes on and as the, the the sequels go on. We do see even at the end of this film, you see that bond that they start, and then as the films go on, they just I think it was the second one. Uh, Roger was gonna tell Riggs that he loved him. It was that time when he when Roger was sitting on the toilet that it was gonna blow up, and he goes Riggs and he looks at him and Riggs looks at Murtaugh and they kind of you could see it in the eyes and Riggs like. I know, I know. Don't you don't need to say it. And he was like, I really do. And so basically, he was going to tell him he loved him, which was cool. That's what I loved about these two characters. And, and as the as the films went on, but um, what else was going on in this film? Other than they were just trying to figure out who murdered um, Amanda Huntsacker, but then. We we find out that these uh, these mercenary guys, but at this point we don't know yet. But we're already we're we're introduced to them uh, in Gary Busey. His name is Mister Joshua. And what was the other guy's name? The main bad dude. I'm sure one of you guys are screaming his name at me, but um, I want to say he was Mitchell Ryan was his name, and they just have him listed as a general. But uh, they're they're heroin dealers. So we see uh, him dealing. There's a, there's a guy that knows that there's a drug deal going down uh, and all that. So that's why we realize who they are. Later, we find out that Tom Atkins was dealing uh, with them. Um, and he was uh, Michael, uh, Michael Hunsacker. He was dealing with the general and, and, and his little group of mercenaries. And uh, he was... Uh, Michael Hunsacker, he was like the, the the boss of this bank. So I'm sure that's how they were uh, probably laundering money and, and all that. So that's how he was involved in it. So because he does tell them, he's like, look, man, these these guys, you, you can't mess with them. I, I can't tell you anything. And, and that, was, that was the reason why they they his daughter got killed. In the beginning, they they didn't kill her like physically kill her. They laced her drugs with something, 
and uh, she, I think they said like drain Drano or something, and and she just kind of lost it and and, and uh, killed herself. But um, uh, so that was that was the reason who these who these drug dealers were. And then when Mert Merton Mer- Riggs figure out uh, what's going on, who's involved, then that's when they try to go in there and stop them. But along the way, um. Murtaugh's uh, family gets involved. His daughter, Rianne, gets kidnapped. And then they have to go rescue her and everything. But it, w- it was a good film. I-, I loved what was happening in this film. I mean, the the other scene, I think one of my favorite scenes is in this, is when um, Murtaugh and Riggs get, um, they get a call that there's a, a, a jumper. Uh, he's going to jump off the top of this building. Or this, yeah, kind of a building. Not really tall building, but. And uh, they're saying that the negotiator was like half hour away, so they said, "Well, Riggs is well. I, I have experience of doing of doing that." So he goes up there to talk to the guy. He's just trying to just BS with him and all that, and want to smoke cigarettes together. And then uh, Riggs ends up uh, kind of tricking him and sticking, uh, getting handcuffs on him, and then handcuffs himself. And then he tells him. And then that that guy says, "What are you doing, man? You're crazy!" And he goes, "And he goes, if you're gonna jump." And then Riggs is like, "What? Well, if you're gonna jump, I'm gonna jump." And he goes, "Why don't we do it together?" And that guy's like, "You're crazy! You're crazy!" And then they both jump off the building. When I first saw this, I was like, "Whoa, what the fuck!" And then as they're falling down, it's a cool shot. I love how they just see him going in slow motion and falling. Um, shout out to the two stunt guys that did this and then as they fall the camera goes down and there's a huge airbag that they fall into <laughs> that that was a cool scene I love that scene especially I just remember watching it for the very first time and being like whoa whoa why'd they jump and, and all this but uh, I just love that scene there's other awesome scenes in this in this film uh, especially the, the shootout towards the end when they're trying to go rescue Rianne but this film, it was a good buddy cop film. Again, there was light, light comedy in this. But again, the, the comedy didn't pick up until Joe Pesci picked up. And then, because then Chris Rock came in uh, in the fourth film. Um, this third one is probably my least favorite. But that one, that one was, was the, that was, that had some sad parts in it. Dealing with Murtaugh because he had shot uh, one of his friend's sons. And then he just kind of lost it because he knew that kid. But this one, this film was was just amazing. I mean, I've seen this movie a billion times, and I just never get sick of it. But but watching it this time, catching that Murtaugh was turning fifty, and then I realized, like, damn, I'm I'm fifty years old. But again. I'm too old for some of the shit. Not everything. I'm still out there doing what I have to do. But um, this movie, this movie's awesome. What the heck was that lady's name? I know her name was Stephanie, but what was her last name? Um, it was Mary Ellen Trainer? It just they just have her down as psychiatrist. So i cannot remember i again i only remember her first name because of he mentioned it in 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 the fourth film but uh this one i 
I don't even, I don't remember her her last name. Um there is rumors that they want to make another one with Mel Gibson and Danny Glover. I I don't know. I mean the the TV show was what was what it was, but I don't think they could they can do it. I don't know, who knows? Maybe maybe I'm I'm wrong. They probably could. I mean Mel Mel's still out there doing it. He he's he's done action films still, so I, I'm not really sure uh if he can. Um I don't know. I, I don't know. Seriously. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if uh if, if he can uh, continue uh with this type of uh, shoot him up action films. Danny Glover, I'm, I'm talking about. Mel Gibson, if you saw Fat Man last year, he, he was still kicking ass uh, doing action films and everything. But I don't, I don't know. I mean, let's say they did do it. See what? Danny Glover is, how old is he? He doesn't say here on his IMDb. Um... I met Danny Glover before. Nice gentleman. Uh, my art teacher was his. That was his friend, and uh, he came. He came to our uh, art class and, uh, and and gave a little talk. And what was cool about that talk? I mentioned this before on the show. He he announced to us that they were doing a Lethal Weapon two, and we all lost it. <laughs> so I thought that was really cool. Before the internet and everything. Um, let me see. I'm not going to be able to sleep until I realize how old Danny Glover is. He is 75 years old. All right. I don't think you want to see a 75 year old Roger Murtaugh running around. Um, but who knows? He, for 75 years old, he might still be in the best shape of his life and he can probably still do it. But I, I'm, this is just me thinking if they did do another one. They would both have to be retired. Maybe Murtaugh's son Nick becomes a cop, and maybe maybe he doesn't get murdered. Maybe something gets he something happens to him, and or even Rianne. Maybe she becomes a cop, or uh, his other daughter. <laughs> um, we know Murtaugh and uh, his wife. Um, what's her nuts? The hell was her name? Renee Russo's character from because she was she had a baby at the end of uh, part four. So uh, that kid would probably still be a kid. Kid, well, I don't know. But anyway, let's just say his older son Nick is a cop. Something happens to him. Murtaugh has to come out of retirement to help them try to solve this case or whatever. I don't know. And the only way he knows he can do it is if he brings in. Uh, Martin Riggs uh, to help try to figure out who who did whatever to Nick. This is just me on, on what I would do if I was to, to write the story. Um, but I don't know. I mean, if they're going to do it, they better hurry. <laughs> so uh, I, I don't know. I don't know, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. But um, 
for them uh, being all young in, in this one in '87. I mean, this this movie is still uh, a timeless classic. Um, yeah, that's Lethal Weapon. Well, what else has? Uh, I'm sure a lot of you uh, fell in love with uh, Tracy Wolf, Rhianne Murtaugh, his his oldest daughter. What else has she been in? I've only seen her in these four Lethal Weapon movies. So I don't know uh, what else uh, she has done uh, with her career. Who knows? Maybe she's done a ton of stuff and that I just don't know of. Um, Gary Busey, he's just badass. I want to say, I know he's, he was did some interviews and he had gotten into a motorcycle accident. And something happened to him. And then I think... That's when he went wacky, but um, I think he got in a motorcycle af- accident after the, this film. Alrighty, she has done not much uh, other than the Lethal Weapon films. She did one, two, uh, a TV series in the Heat of the Night in '89. Um, another TV series, Kathy King, I think that's it, in 2020, and something called Saints and Sinners. She was, uh, in that. Hmm. Maybe she's just living good. Off. Of, oh, she was in a Cosby show for a few episodes. But, uh, you know, maybe she was, uh, doing good with her residuals for the Lethal Weapon films. I don't know, <laughs> but a uh, beautiful young woman. Uh, I remember somebody in, in class asked her, asked Danny Glover uh, about her. <laughs> that was like the first question someone asked uh, on who she was and how old and she had a boyfriend and all that. But um, Gary Busey as Mr. Joshua. Um, I had seen Gary Busey in other things. I mean, Dell in DC Cab was probably my favorite character he's ever done. But when he was all serious in this, it was kind of hard to to see in that because I'd seen him in comedic roles before. But uh, Gary Busey is an awesome actor. I like him in uh, just about everything. Yeah, some of his later stuff got a little wacky and everything. Uh, but Tom Atkins, he's just kicking ass from everything he's been in. So he's still out there doing it too. Uh, Mike and I met him once. Uh, awesome gentleman. If you guys ever get a chance to meet Tom Atkins, definitely go up to his table and uh, say what's up. He'll sit there and talk your ass off about this and that, and all the movies he's done and everything. I thought he was an amazing gentleman. Shout out to you, uh, Mr. Atkins. But yeah, Lethal Weapon, awesome film. Definitely check it out if you guys have HBO Max. And I believe it is on AMC+. Um I haven't. I haven't really dabbled into it yet, so I, I don't know what's on there. I, I guess I just need to get caught up on Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead and whatever ever the Walking Deads are on there. But <clears throat> all right, yeah, Lethal Weapon, amazing film. I don't think the the director's cut or whatever is on Blu-ray. I just know it's on DVD. So if you can find the DVD. Uh, definitely check it out. Or who knows, maybe they're ready, getting ready to come out with a ultimate collection of uh, Lethal Weapon films and have all four director's cuts on there. So, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe they will, maybe they won't. But I still have my DVD, so that's good enough for me. But all right, everyone, uh, that is it for uh, this episode. 
still got maybe one or two more to do uh this uh this holiday season so uh come back for more so until that uh merry christmas happy new year wherever you're at in the world and i'll talk to you guys later so until next time party on (laughs) 